And we're back, Entertainment episode 157. Uh, it is Tuesday. It's October 24th, and I'm here to tell you again, folks, that... Oh, no, it's October? November. It's November 24th. Wow. Um, my, my mind is all scrambled because I can't process how the Steelers have gone 10-0 and so far, which is what we're here to talk about with Lindell, of course. Yeah, excitement uh, for our guest. Yes, Lindell is back on the podcast. She's joining us once again. It's been too long. How have you been? I am well. How are you, Yinzer? It is just wonderful to chat Steelers with you guys, and I appreciate you having me back on. I came back from Florida with all this excitement, and here in Southern California, not a lot of sports fans ready to engage in the kind of conversation I can have with you all. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, <laughs> it's been forever since we've talked. Uh, we're going to get to the game here. You, you were there in jacksonville this past week but uh before we do that i mean tell us what have you been up to what's new um are you doing you have your own clothing line or something i saw on your instagram what's going on with you lately yeah you know i've been using a lot of hand sanitizer and in fact more alcohol has been ingested in the palms of my hands (laughs) containers there but other than that it has been a wild year a lot of events being canceled so i've had to do some other things to kind of you know make a living over here and you know a bit of uh you know the sports blogging kind of being not where it was so just trying to get by my friends and even changing line of work because there's nobody to put clothes on on red carpets right now (laughs) yeah that's That's true yeah jesus that's a good point that's a good point well we're glad we're doing that you're doing well um we're all doing well obviously because the steelers like we said are 10 and 0 um, you were at the game, like we said, in Jacksonville. Tell us what it was like to be back in front of an actual football game. You guys, I almost didn't know what to do. I got so nervous the day of. And this is something that's just secondhand nature, right? But it was absolutely incredible. I don't know if you saw the pictures of Edward Vega, who's from Los Angeles, that went viral. Barstool Sports picked him up. Cremonti wants to sponsor him. It was literally Jacksonburg. Everybody was there for the Steelers. People were head-to-toe Steelers gear. There was a count that I started about halftime, and I could not even find triple-digit Jacksonville fans inside that stadium. Oh, boy. The team made up 53 of them. Let's just say that. (laughs) Wow. I believe it's 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 like, wow, but at the same time, I'm not shocked. The Steelers always travel well. Yeah, and oh, I feel like indeed. Florida is a hot spot for Steelers fans too, right? I was going to say, they don't yeah, really travel yeah. well. They, they're they spread out well across right. the nation, the world. Yes, yes. And what was fun about that game was the ability to connect with people and ask them where they were from and how they became fans. And one of the other subplots of the day was it was Juju's birthday. So we got a little bit of extra fun things you know a lot of happy birthday songs yes i noticed it i saw it um but we got to the stadium early we watched the pregame warm-up and we were right um i would say like 20 rows up from the bottom of that tunnel so we were able to get up close i got some incredible footage my best performing instagram post of all time was from sunday the chase claypool walking off of the field with minka it's incredible. People loved it. And I think that part of it is not being there. You miss out on so much. So I have a lot more to share on the gram and 
I was just so blessed and grateful to be a part of that whole experience on Sunday. Yeah, I'm so jealous. I know. It's, that sounds like I so much fun. Plan. I had a whole plan. I had Sharpies in the package, so I was going to hand it to Connor, and I had my book. And the one thing that they were smart about was the sea of security people blocking the aisles down at the end of the game. And I, I did try and make my way up, and I short, so I tried to sneak even further. But um, the people behind me did not know how to handle the opportunity, and we all got pushed back. <laughs> They ruined it for everybody. Brutal. Thanks a lot. I know. I timed it. I had one eye on the clock and one eye on the game. And I knew when it got under 45 seconds that I could start shooting down there. But And I was watching the security people come down, and I was kind of creeping in. And unfortunately, a lot of tall, bigger guys were behind me, and that blew my cover. <laughs> you almost so made it. The, the, I uh, did make The it. story that never was. But almost was. Yeah, then we were by the uh, area where the players walk onto the buses, and uh, they they really didn't have a lot of interest in interacting. Claypool saw someone he knew, so he came up, and Juju allowed another birthday song to be sang, and I was highly concerned <laughs> because he was limping pretty badly, so... Um, hopefully that's all resolved. And they said it came from a penalty flag. How absurd is that? I did, I did see brothers, people. I saw that live. Like, and I was yeah. like, what? I know, Not I was, live like Wendell, but right. live I like was sitting, on the TV. Uh, <laughs> with Alex, and Alex is like, did he just slip on the penalty marker? Yeah. I was like, I don't know, did he? Is he hurt? Do we know? Have we heard anything? What's... So... Um, I used to be a medic, so when I see wait 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 like wait, that, wait 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 what? How are you just gonna drop that on us so nonchalantly? You used to be a medic. Yeah, I used to work in the ICU too. So I can when I see a sports injury, I'm pretty quick to be able to zone in. And I thought it was his ankle, but they said it was a hamstring, and it's on the left leg. So we know he had that left knee injury that kind mm. of creeps up every so often. So. Um, my hope is that it was just a maybe a little bit of cramping and they, they get that under control. But the hamstring is the biggest muscle in the body. So that's a pretty concerning situation on a short week. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, the whole short Absolutely. week thing as a whole was obviously a concern. And it kind of crept up on me to where I was like, oh, all right, we got we get to play Thursday now, too. Ooh. And I was like, oh, shit, we have to play the Ravens on, you know, short rest. Yes. Like we already but have a few were in injuries. An game. Nobody got to rest in their game, so they're a little worse for the wear than we are. Even though we were both traveling. Yeah, I was gonna say yes. We get to play the Ravens and on prime time. And they should be missing their two, uh, their, their two key running backs. So yeah, but their one key running back, Gus Bus, did pretty well the last time they faced off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he ran all over us yeah. last time, so it's it's him yeah. I'm concerned well, about. So this is just basically day one of the testing afterwards, so there's a possibility that some more of those guys make it onto that list, and that's a five-day minimum, so they should be really, um, I don't want to say concerned, that should be a really interesting development this week as to who's able to play. And I don't exactly have the day on when those tests came back, but on day five, that's not Thursday, that's Friday, right? Yeah. It's the COVID test is, is confusing. So it's going to be interesting to see who's eligible, hard word to say, um, for them this, this coming Thursday. 
it would be nice, honestly, <clears throat> for the Steelers uh, for <clears throat> that inconvenience. Yeah, right. But here's the question now that everyone is floating around, and as the you know the time goes on here, in the next day or two, are more people going to test positive? They already had this morning. And is that going to potentially postpone the game? Like, if it postpones the primetime Thanksgiving color rush game, nonetheless? No. No. The NFL has done better than anybody else. They're like, put 20 guys together and get yourself behind the field. <laughs> Game's going. They yeah. will not cancel. They, yeah. I mean, yeah. and, you know, that's an interesting point. Like, nobody's really giving them a whole bunch of shaming about the fact that they're having those games go regardless. The first few of the season, you know, when we – like had to take that by with Tennessee. It was a little bit of, you know, don't ask, don't tell. But now the the precedent has been set. The games are scheduled. Bring your team. We don't care. You have a practice squad, white, right? You know, find somebody there. You got a friend? Is there a guy driving around in a Uber that you can like, ask to come yeah. to your location? I mean, hey, does Brian uh, caught his first pass for the Ravens this past weekend? Yeah, maybe we just go start signing the old school players. Or the Ravens, yeah. anyway. Yeah, maybe, maybe T.O. comes back, you know. Maybe. <clears throat> Calvin Johnson, is We're he still available? <laughs> yeah, they got Death back. Yeah. Look at some time. Well, realistically, <laughs> I was thinking, like, Martavis Bryant, he'd be a nice addition. Yeah, yeah. Right. As if there's and, not you know, enough speed on the offensive side for the Steelers. There could never yeah. be too much, though, right? I was going to say, there's no such thing as too much speed. Speed kills, bruh. Oh, yeah, we know that. We know that to be true. Uh but let's let's talk this game here. There's a lot to unpack in it. Um, obviously, a big win, and by big I mean we won by a lot of points. But it was Did, didn't give up one touchdown. Oh, really? Yeah. That I mean, I know that the Jags are a shit team, but that's phenomenal to not yeah. let up one touchdown against a professional team. And you know, and and I think there was a lot of talk that this might be a trap game. Steelers went in there, handled business. Got out. I'm happy. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. And, you know, let's talk about interceptions, too. How about Terrell? Like, two seasons ago, people talking about... That was you know, us. Some said he crashed, he's out, let's get rid of him. And he had Still two us. interceptions. That's, Guilty. That's how bad Luton is. <laughs> yeah, we, we take the blame for a lot of that. And uh, I stand by it two years ago, but at the beginning of this season, not that we were trash talking in this season, we were kind of more like, man, we hope he really figures it out type of thing. Yes, um, yes. We, we never hope for him to right, do bad. Right. I won't take back what I said, but I will say that what I said is not correct based on this season, and I'm happy that he's progressing, and I hope he continues to progress. Yes, it's kind of like the Bud Dupree thing. You know, for, for so many years, people were so low on him, and then he's finally starting to break out of that shell, I think, and it was him and Minka, both he two picks been. in one game. I mean, what more can you ask for from your secondary, you know? It's like, should I do in Madden? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though, two picks by two different defensive backs? That's Yeah. Yeah, well, nuts. I mean – in all fairness, and again, not to take anything away from an NFL player, and it, it is an NFL quarterback, but that rookie quarterback for the Jaguars was not necessarily doing great things out there. Um, no, he wasn't. I think uh, he uh, was seeing some stars after you know getting a little rattled by our fucking front end there, but yeah. you got to watch out for those front ends. But I mean, you take care of business when you need to take care of business. You should come in and you should fucking put up the points on that team, and they did. So you know, what can you complain about, I guess? Do you no. ever feel like it's a little bit of lather, rinse, repeat? Like the midfield goal has to happen. 
I mean, is there a side bet, uh, you know, an exotic to take <laughs> on missing the three points, right? You know, within the first 15 minutes, maybe I take it under 10. Then there's the, like, everybody getting worried because the other guys are running the same place three times and it's working and they're getting first downs. Like, that started unfolding. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, the gal that got the tickets that I went with had never seen the Steelers live. And she started freaking out. Like, I, I was worried about this, what you were saying. And I knew it was a trap game. I, they cannot lose this game. It's my birthday. You know, like that whole, like, fear. I'm like, we do not live in our fears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and not to mention, really? the Steelers always come out flat like that. Always, always, always. They picked it up earlier this time around, I think, this week against yeah. the Jags. They figured oh, they it out, like, halfway did. through the first quarter. But their first couple of possessions on both ends of the ball, again, you know, Every week, though, I'm like, ah, oh, shit, here we go. Here we go. Because what was it like? At the end of the first quarter, they showed, like, the stats, and we basically – it was, like, almost, like, even down the middle on how many pass attempts. Yeah, it was 3-3 three, three and, like, halfway through the second quarter. Yeah, and I was like, man, I was like, that's not what you want to see, but I was like, they'll pick it up. Yeah. They'll pick it up. Yeah. And they always do. It, 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 it took a little while, too, to start opening up the, the air game, and I was like – calling it out like is it time for Ebron is it time for a little chase like this is just going really slow for my case here <laughs> yeah and I've said before multiple times um bet this Steelers to lose the first half win the second half well oh. this week I found on FanDuel even furthering that is I you could bet each quarter so I took the Jags in the first quarter the Steelers in the second quarter the Jags in the third and the Steelers in the fourth, it would have hit, but they tied in the third. No points scored. It was a draw in the third. Yeah. But literally, it's 3 nothing after the first quarter, and then they put up 17 in the second quarter. Well, it's just then, it's just a testament it's, to it's how over. easily the Steelers can just turn it on this year. You know? Like, when if they if they find but themselves it's down... It's scary. They shouldn't need to like have or have to turn it on. Like well, putting up zero points in the third quarter, I don't like that. Like you just because you're up seventeen to three doesn't mean you could just keep running the ball. And it's like I want to see some action. Well, I know they're game managers though, which I mean, I'm just finding something to bitch about right. <laughs> because they're ten and zero. Well, and that's how they got to ten and zero. Yeah, but you do have a really good point. And this is why none of the major podcasts, none of the major commentators, none of the major experts are talking about how great the Steelers are. They're still talking about the Chiefs and the Ravens and the implosion in Tampa Bay and still talking about the same old thing. They haven't beat anybody. It's like, guys, I'm not sure if you've been watching, but it's clear that this is a good team. Mm -hmm. It is clear that regardless of their schedule, they still have 10 wins. So to your point, everybody's talking about the fact that it doesn't look good how they're doing it. <laughs> yeah. the, the, I think the only guy that's going to bat for the Steelers is Ryan Clark. Like that guy. <laughs> well, he, he has to. Yeah. literally the only, like, I, I think on Monday, he was like kissing his Lombardi trophy he had and, you know, in front of Max Kellerman and like telling him like, yo, you guys can say whatever you want about the Steelers, but they're 10-0. They're ten and zero. Say whatever you want. Say that they're not this and beat anybody. I was like, they're ten and zero, and that's something you cannot deny. Totally. 
he's the greatest. His tweets are amazing. I have saved many of them just for moments when I need humor. But one yeah. of them in the Dallas game, he said, if they lose this game, I am not going out of my house, not going outside <laughs> for one week. <laughs> yeah, you got to hide after that. Yeah, he's awesome. He's so funny. And and while he's, we're talking, yeah. oh, go ahead. You see it really quick. You see him and uh, Pat McAfee when McAfee was trying to compare them as yeah. uh, two football players. Yeah. Who's, who's a bigger football player? <laughs> who's Yeah, who's more of a football player? He's like, have you thrown a pass? Have you caught a pass? Have yeah. you ran? Have you rushed with the ball? Yeah. yeah. Have you scored a touchdown in the NFL? <laughs> Ryan Clark's like, I have only tackled somebody. Yeah, he's like, I had an interception, <laughs> but I, he's like, I got tackled. <laughs> but then he brought up his Super Bowl and McAfee was like, yep. Yeah, Trump yeah. me there. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the checkmate for life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for life, right? God is uh, But while we're talking about you know people just not giving the respect to the Steelers that they deserve, I mean, it is all over my Twitter timeline for whatever reason, especially the past week. Just the the disrespect, not only about the team and how they're not that great, but the players on the team that are amazing. Uh, I want to give you ESPN's latest NFL rookie rankings, one through ten. Now, a single name on here is Chase Claypool. How can that be? The man's got 10 touchdowns through 10 games. How can he not be a top 10 rookie? It's very strange. And the thing of it is, I'm not sure if all of these take into account the versatility of the player. But if you see Chase Claypool, every other team that faces him should be a little bit afraid. I mean, he is he is so athletic. All the things they talked about during the draft. He is everything that he was promised to be. Mm-hmm. And I found out on um, Sunday when I saw him sign a jersey, and it was clearly somebody that he knew. He is left-handed, which I am as well. And so I love him even more, which is hard because I am a USC girl, and he went to Notre Dame. Oh, that's <laughs> tough. That is tough for <laughs> That is. I wonder how him and I am all in. I wonder how him and Juju get along with that rivalry. The USC. (laughs) Well, they had Claypool on a couple of the uh, issues of College Game Day, or yeah, the the morning show, and he's you know weighing in on the picks, and he did give USC respect and has picked them. So you know he has nothing um, regarding maybe that college rivalry holding him from good judgment and talent recognition <laughs> <laughs> um and while we're at it i want to present to you also exhibit b your honor uh chris sims tweet of his mid-season top 10 quarterbacks and you know i tell you what i'm having the hardest time finding the name ben roethlisberger anywhere on this list and it's i mean the darndest thing out there i don't even like chris sims to begin with well yeah who does nobody does i don't even know who chris sims is that's how much i give a shit about him yeah well, anyway, I, I, I just want to go through it quick because about the first yeah. five I'll agree with, but then once you get past five, it's like Ben is very arguably better than most of these people. Number one, Patrick Mahomes, given. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Joe <laughs> Burrow, and Ryan wow. Tannehill. This is ridiculous. This is fake news. And you know what? I would not take one of those guys over Ben Roethlisberger. Not a single one. Not even a chance. Not for free. Not in addition. <laughs> well, hang on. For free, okay. like I'll take Kyler Murray. To, you know, when Ben's <laughs> done in in the league, we could put well, Kyler, Kyler in Murray, there. I don't know. Man. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's just it's such a questionable list, and it's just like my point is all season long the disrespect the Steelers are getting. It's like when are people just gonna realize that they're ten and zero, and that's very difficult to do in the NFL, especially today. And like, yeah, there's a reason they're there because the players are really good. Can I say something? Please do. Just because it's a podcast, and uh, you gotta talk about something, right? Aside from Rodgers. I would want any of those quarterbacks. I would want all like I would want Lamar. I would want Mahomes. You want just, I would I want Russell Wilson. I think he's phenomenal. Yeah. I think uh Why do you want Justin Herbert? Explain that well, one. No, I from the top seven. Because eight, nine, ten, bogus. Okay. Rogers is slow. Josh Allen. What all these guys have in common is they're mobile. And they've got yeah. good arms. Their IQ is through the roof. Like Lamar. Not as much of a thrower, but, I mean, he doesn't have weapons. We've never seen really what he could do as a quarterback. As a throw, a passing quarterback. So, I love Ben. That's my quarterback, for sure. But, I I would be lying if I said I would take Ben over those people, no question. I respect the honesty in that, um, and I could totally see that. Especially, and especially with the weapons, bro, you get in a mobile quarterback, you could do so much. Shit. My only uh, argument, see, see, but I no, go ahead, Ty. My, my only argument is I don't think a single one of those on this list is as gritty as Ben Roethlisberger, and that's I, not easy to find. I, in, Absolutely, in the in my own, I, I agree with that. My other argument is too, like, Look at the weapons they have around them, right? Look, look who Kansas City has on offense. Uh-huh. You know, look who who Aaron Rodgers. I guess Aaron Rodgers. Never mind. I'm not gonna call him out. But like, look at everybody else. Like, plug those guys in with these guys. I don't think. I don't think we're ten to know. I think we're six and four. I think if we take. I mean, like the Chiefs, they have Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. Robinson and McCole Hardman and Sammy Watkins are not not any more of a threat than James Washington. Yeah, but you still have those ad sets that make everybody else better, right? Right. Like you got that speed. You got that power, right? You throw them over the top. Sammy Watkins, Sammy Watkins make a 70-yard run. I, I think Sammy Watkins is sick. Yeah, you know, it's 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 tough too. But No, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I'm with you, but it's also, I mean, I don't know. It's tough. So it makes the game fun. Yeah. I'm happy with what we have. Um but I mean, I well, guess my biggest fear is the Steelers without a Ben. Like, you we know, we gotta worry but, about that right now. Yeah, it, right now I mean, we we, we worry we, about we, number seven. We don't, but it's like front office. I mean, what's gonna happen in two or three years? It's Mason's time to shine, baby. <laughs> oh, let's get it. <laughs> um, um, they were saying that the folks that were around us, they think the Steelers are going to make a run after the quarterback at Florida for track. And I had not heard that. And I'm not sure. And I follow college pretty closely and I've watched some Florida plays and, you know, all the excitement around that, but it probably is time this coming year to really seriously have not just internally in the organization, that conversation and that plan being put into place, but, you know, really publicly too. Yeah. I mean, it's we don't want to talk about it because we have him now, and but it's like, yeah, it's not something to think it's, about right now because we're going to make a push for the Super Bowl. We'll think about it afterwards, but 
Yeah. Keep it in the keep it in your pocket for later. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you know, it's like the Steelers organization, like they don't do things the way other organizations do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we saw that last year with Freddie Kitchens wearing the shirt and, you know, Mike Tomlin wouldn't even say the names and the things. He's just like, Miles Garrett has been in his lane. He's in the same lane. And so you're going to need a guy that also fits that feeler culture because that's going to be huge. After all of this, the few coaches, all this, you know, in the lifetime of some of the people we know that are older, winning Super Bowls, going to the Hall of Fame, Ben's tenure, they're going to need someone that fits that whole sort of feeler way of doing things. And that makes the, the filter even tighter. So it's a really important decision and strategy that needs to start unfolding like immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I you're you're agree. not wrong. I agree. Absolutely. I mean, what's Ben got left? Maybe, maybe two years. Yeah, Not I have fears of that. Like we saw what happened to Drew Brees: eleven cracked ribs. I think he only has six. So punctured lung. <laughs> These kinds of things, you know, I don't want to say they happen when you're older, but to your point, not being a mobile quarterback and you just have the Joe Burrow bad offensive line or some exposure at the offensive line. Ben's one big pile being pushed on top of him away from us being <laughs> back on the desk program, you know? Oh my God. I, I cannot, <laughs> w- I cannot handle oh. another year of Mason. I'm sorry. I'm just I thinking about Ben. Like, I think he scrambled last week for like two yards or a yard and he just like so fell over. Yeah. If he's going to, if he's going to be mobile, we need to, Get him like uh, Kenny Kawaguchi, put him in a wheelchair. <laughs> he can't run. It's so scary to look at. It, it just, you're like, bro, really? <laughs> like you're I falling mean, as if you are like playing the freeze game, like tag freeze. But it, it's <laughs> more of a concern than it is like a, damn it, Ben. It's like a, dude, take care of yourself. Well, you're damn it, Ben. What are you like, doing yeah. running the ball? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, no, it's it's. Well, I mean, you every Not time he nimble. goes to the ground, you see him grab that elbow. Like we're all or seeing his, it, or his knee, and uh, <laughs> or something. But that's what makes him great. Is he uh, powers through it every time? Later. I don't know. Cool, Ty. Sorry, dude. What was that? You were talking about I Ben. For- every time he goes to the ground, he grabs his arm. Yeah. And it's a concern in itself. Just every time he goes to the ground, you're like, is he hurt again? And if he is, are we about to get Mason for the next quarter? And if we get Mason for the next quarter, then what? The concern for Ben, but then the concern for what is the backup plan is not real pretty. (laughs) Right. I I don't understand why we don't give Josh Dobbs another shot. Uh, I mean, I don't want to see any of them get a shot because that means Ben's out. If Mason gets hit in the head again with a helmet, then Josh is up. Yeah, I guess so. Dude, I don't know, man. I, I'm just, I'm not, not, nothing against Mason, but. Oh, I love Dobbs. And yeah, I've got nothing against Mason, but I've got nothing for him. I, I'm just going like, just normal IQ. Josh Dobbs is way smarter. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, he's a rocket you're, scientist well, you're or com- some shit. You're comparing their IQs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Dobbs is just a little brainiac. I love that. Which That's is so crazy sick. to me. And, and I love I love when they cut to Dobbs next to Ben on the bench, and he's like, they're like breaking down like whatever just happened together. And I'm like, yes, 
if somebody's going to talk about what happened, probably should be Dobbs because he probably can't do it, but you can understand and explain it to him. <laughs> we should get him out of the yeah. pads and get a headset on him. Dude, I, honestly, yeah. I, I love it. Well, he didn't he a couple weeks ago? He's the one that saw, you know, the deep ball down the sideline, told Ben to watch out for, and yeah. he yeah. did it. And it's like yeah. – What's to stop him from putting on a damn headset? You think Randy Fickner's yeah. ever said that? Yeah, you think Randy Fickner's yeah. ever said anything useful into that headset to any anybody on the offense? No. All right, all right, Ben. Yeah, all right, Ben, you got his one. Just run it up the gut with James for the next three downs, and then we'll punt it. Yeah, he's asking Dobbs, how do I short-circuit the, the two-way communication in my helmet without them replacing the helmet? Yeah, exactly. I'm all my own plays. Oh, that'd be so funny. Just just turn off his microphone. I mean, just give the man a headset, and then Ben doesn't have to come back to the sideline for him to tell him, hey, throw it down the sideline on a pump fake, and there you go. You got a touchdown. Or even better, he'll, he'll tell him what to do every single play. Yeah, which... I'm um, just giving him, like, terminal velocity advice. Yeah. <laughs> and, Lindell, I'd love to get your take on this. We've talked a lot in the past weeks about play calling for the Steelers, and who is doing the play calling and who should be doing the play calling. Um, obviously, Randy Fickner is probably calling the plays, but at some point you can see almost like a switch go off where it's like, okay, now Ben's in control. And I'm pretty sure Ben's calling the shots right now because he's doing hurry up, fucking you know, empty set, deep balls to everybody. And it's like, who should be calling the plays? And why isn't and why is the answer Ben? <laughs> the answer is, in my opinion, the answer is Ben, and here's why. It's one of those things where he's been around long enough, and when he in post games is asked a lot of the time why something happened, it, he'll he's he's your leader, right? He's like, I know this is where we need to get it. He doesn't need someone to tell him we need to be on the 34 for you know the Wizard of Oz to come out, and so. It, it just adds another level of perhaps that instinct and that intuition and being down there not happening. And I think Ben could totally do it. And there are times, obviously you see it where he is, he's actually audible at the line and he's like killing place. And everybody loves it. I just kind of came up with it right now. I think they don't want Ben calling plays because there would be no need for a running back. Well, that's a pretty good point too. Yeah. I mean, listen, I know we always preach about how they need to set up the – well, I know how I, I always – I'm I, all about the empty set. I I'm always about preach about how you need to set up a good run back. game to be able to set up the pass game. Like but this no, just, you need to – again, not need to be like, but comparatively, like the Chiefs, they use the pass game to set up the run game. Edwards Hilaire, right. great runner but he's not a fucking number one back in the league. Like, I mean, and clearly, it's set up by you know, Mahomes pushing back the DBs. Yeah, we clearly right. can't get a run game going. Yeah, but we yeah. start with that every single time. Right. Well, and, no, that, and that's, I, what the, with that's what it boils down to is where we just need to be not so consistent and pl- calling the same plays every time. Predictable. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Run, run, pass? You don't like that? <sighs> run, run, dump off pass, two yards, punt. I don't like that. Yeah. I want to see a wide receiver reverse pass like Randall L. Hines Ward. That would be pretty. Claypool, yeah, be Claypool lefty throw there to Deontay. Oh. Oh. Do we have any former yeah. quarterbacks that yeah, are receivers? 
Joe Hayden? Hayden? Oh, that'd be a little sneaky if we put him in at Dude, wide Joe, receiver. Joe, Joe Hayden signed with Florida as a quarterback. <laughs> Joe Montana's a quarterback, you freaking idiot. <laughs> That's all I heard. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, I mean, but anyways, so yeah, it's just like they need Ben should to, be calling the plays. Ben should be calling the plays, and they just need to switch it up. They need to set something up. They're just too predictable, like you said. A or, little, yeah, a little more showtime for my case. <laughs> razzle dazzle. You say you want more razzle, more showtime? Is that you saying? I like, do every so often. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm super happy. I mean, if they're ten and zero, and if they're Shit, play calling has got them where they are today. Obviously, if it's not broke, don't fix it. However, I I feel like as many other NFL and Steeler fans, yeah, let's first play the game, play action, bomb it deep to either Deontay or Chase or flipping Ray Ray or James. Who knows? Do something. Do something. Make, make, make me jump out of my chair that I'm so flipping hyped. Like. Yeah. Just once. Once or twice a game. It's not too much to ask. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not every single play because obviously it's not Madden, but yeah. Yeah. It'd, well, it'd be nice. By the way, shout out to Yante because he had a hell of a week this week and last week. Two back to back games with 100 plus yards. I mean, I think, again, for him, starting to click a little bit, little by little. Struggled I would argue early. that by saying he's clicked every single time he's been healthy on the field. He doesn't click when he's not healthy. That's a fair point to make. He's sick, yeah. and Ben loves him. He had 14 receptions, like 16 targets. Yeah. Tremendous difference. Yeah, definitely a difference from last year to this year, but yeah. is that going to be the new Ben to AB type connect? Is that uh, – <laughs> no, I mean, without AB all the drama, of course. You know, but is he going to be the the guy for Ben? In which case, that leaves, well, leaves Claypool wide open, I guess. But then again, and leaves Juju wide open, and then again, it leaves Washington wide. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's kind of part of their strategy. Maybe is if you're going to leave that guy open, obviously I'm going to keep throwing it to him, and then maybe the Ravens, you know. They've been worried about Claypool since before they signed Des Bryant. That's why they signed Des Bryant. And then you, now you've got to focus on Deontay. He's coming off of over 100 yards, 14 reception game. Like, yeah. well, so you, then that, like you just said, Ty, Claypool's open. James well, is open. Ebron's open. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's well, I said the Steelers it's were also art. we're also talking about that they've noticed that teams are always. You know, putting a second player on Juju, and that's part of the reason why, you know, DJ keeps getting all these targets too. Where, you know, when Juju was the guy, I mean, now everybody's covering Juju, right? So that that leaves Deontay open. You know? That's so sick. Literally, like Juju's getting guarded like a vet. Like, well, he is a vet. Like a number one that he is. He's a vet to the Steelers. He's not a vet to the NFL. True. In my opinion. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, based on his age, I guess, experience, he's more of a, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but the average age of our receiving core is, I mean, minus Ebron, because he kind of bumps it up a bit, is like 23 years old. Wait, how right. old is Vance McDonald? Ah, yeah. Uh, we looked this up before. I yeah, think. is he like I 27 got, or I got you. I think he's 28. Vance McDonald, no, 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 he's 30. 
from Beaumont, Texas. Okay, well, our tight ends are old, minus Gentry, who, you know, <laughs> speedy recovery to him, hopefully. He hurt his knee uh, this week. Ebron's so. 27. Why do I feel like Ebron's 40? Because you're an idiot. Because <laughs> he's been on so many teams, maybe, where I'm just like, that dude's been first, around the block. First round pick out of North Carolina in 2014. That feels like so long ago. It's not even funny. It does. Anything Feel- before 2020 feels like a decade ago. <laughs> right? Yeah. 2019 feels like a decade ago. <laughs> Dude, sure. if I could go back to 2019, I would do it in a heartbeat. I wouldn't because you'd have to relive <laughs> through all this shit again. No, no, no. No, I'm staying. Why <laughs> <laughs> 2019? Yo, Ben was hurt. Well, I don't know. Just any time before this time. Okay, fine. If, if that's the case, I'll go to 2012. We'll I mean, you know what? Give me 2018 Thursday night against uh, the Panthers when they were unbeaten coming into Heinz Field. I'll take that game. Oh, well, I was going to say we'll save time travel for another time, another episode, but I'd go back to the 70s to watch fucking Franco Harris, Terry Bradshaw, and all those guys dominate. You're you're ready right now with that mustache. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm yes. saying. And the logo, right? That's old school. I don't know if it's there mm-hmm. anymore, but... Yeah, I'm ready to go. The the mustache is sweet. That's oh yeah. God, I can't wait until the day you shave that thing. He's not going to. The day that yeah, I'll never shave this thing. Never ever, huh? What's that? (laughs) I said, are you sure? Positive. (laughs) Unless someone does it while I'm sleeping. (laughs) Don't uh, don't put the thought in my head. Just did. Take it back. Good thing you're sure about. (laughs) yeah uh, fair (laughs) um anyways let's look ahead then to this thanksgiving game again prime time thanksgiving game 720 supposed to happen hopefully maybe we'll see it's happening it's happening it's happening um against the ravens at Heinz Field, are there are they allowing fans? Uh, did I see something that they're not allowing no. any fans? Did you right? not? No. You not already touched on it. Yeah, was, Pennsylvania said no more. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That which stinks on ice for everybody involved. Right. Playing in an empty stadium again. It's probably going to be weird, especially considering how many people are in Jacksonville as far as fans. You know, it's funny. Uh, as the game was beginning, you kind of look around – and I don't know what the final number was that they had allowed, but you just kept feeling like more people were going to get there and people were late arriving than it started. And it was just weird to be able to like kind of look around and see so many open seats. So um, I don't know what the capacity is, but I would say it was less than half full. Yeah. But fans nonetheless, and to go back to no fans, it's probably got to be so weird. Bummer. Bummer for them. But anyways. It'd be just like high school baseball. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that we got more than 10 people in the crowd at one game ever. That well, weren't our parents. Yeah. the parents didn't want to go? Not, most of the times, <laughs> my parents didn't go. They said, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Big game, though, against the Ravens. Um, obviously, 10-0 undefeated. You know, we've, we've talked a little bit on the, the past few episodes about how it's – I mean, not that we want the Steelers to ever lose, but it's like I almost feel more comfortable if they get a loss out of the way going into shut, the playoffs. Shut your mouth while you can. I don't. It's not going to happen, obviously. 
But you shutting your mouth or them losing because they're not going to lose both. No, they're not going to lose this game necessarily. But I mean, at what point do you start to get feel nervous that they're still undefeated? Never, never, never. I feel every ner- from from here on out. Every game, I just get more nervous. Every game, I don't, I don't because you shouldn't. You know what? I never, anything it should be getting better, baby. Because they haven't even started cooking. I know, but it's just what's at stake is like. To be a what? team that goes sixteen and zero, like oh my god, give it to me! But who the fuck cares? I don't care. I, I don't give a shit about that. I just like to see that they're cook. They're getting like they're on the road to success. True. And success and is that Lombardi. Thing. Not about the undefeated season. They're just talking Super Bowl, right. and you know, really, I think realistically, for maybe a team that hasn't been there before, that undefeated trend, and you know. I kept chiming into people's little videos when they were saying the Steelers are 10 and 0, and I kept saying undefeated. But really, not a lot of time and energy is being spent on that undefeated idea. It's just more about keep winning, keep trucking. So it was a perfect year for this to happen. Um, but I, I don't think it matters if they lose or if they don't because they're focused. They don't care about that record. They really don't. We yeah. say they do. <laughs> as, as they shouldn't really. Should be eyes on the Super Bowl. Is, of okay, course. if you lose a game, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, pretty much tie. Yeah. If they do lose, like I, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter when it is. But I wouldn't be too pissed if they lost because yeah, I mean, no, sixteen and zero. That's great, but you don't get anything for that, except yeah, no, nothing except for. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pride. yeah, we probably get that at 15 1. No, I yeah. mean, assuming that the Chiefs, yeah, don't go 15 1. And that's the thing because you know, the, we have one game on the Chiefs, so if the Chiefs don't lose, yeah, I mean, that's and that's the thing, you know, the first time he changed what the playoff picture in like 20 years, yeah, what a time to do it! What a time I to know. do it is right, uh, anyways. Looking ahead, keys to the game, Lindell. What are we going to need to do here to be successful against the Ravens? Of course, we mentioned two key running backs out for the Ravens next week, but Gus Edwards ran all over us last week. You know, run run game needs to be strong. Last time. Last well, time we played, I, not last week. Is that what I said? I meant, yeah, last time. You know, I, I think one of the things is not to let the Lamar is everything and he can do anything fear impact the defense. I think they just need to play the way that they play. And even though Lamar can be mobile, we've seen that he's fallible. Their record is not good. It's not, I mean, it's obviously not horrible, but it's not what everyone had said. Like they are going to be the best. We're not playing the Chiefs on Thursday. We're playing the Ravens. And there are some very big vulnerabilities that they have this week. And Ultimately, my belief is Tomlin is a much better coach than Harbaugh, and I will say that all day long. He knows how to run a team in all kinds of situations, and I don't know that Harbaugh has that same impact and control over his players. I don't know that he has that same kind of the standard is the standard, and I introduce chaos in order to make this team bond. I think they are more nervous and are going to show it on Thursday than the Steelers are. They've been there before. They have been in tough situations with far less resources and talent. So that's what I think it is. Just let the defense do what they do and then let the offense do what they do. The formula is working. 
I agree. And I would say, like, Lamar is everything for the Ravens, but he can't do everything. So it's like, if you could just neutralize Lamar, then let's get two picks and take them both back to the house. Like, Or, or honestly, just, hey, contain him, make him throw. Right, right. absolutely. Just, make him make those passes and see if he can. Because they don't have anything else. And know? I think that's that's yeah. just the whole key is stop the run, make him throw, and yep. you win. Yeah. Yeah. Do we know what the weather is? Is it going to be cold? Is it going to be dry? Is it going to be wet? Because if it's wet, that's going to be a whole nother. <laughs> well, I, know, I thought it was yeah. going to be wet in Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Was it and raining? It was there? a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah, no, the, the rain was really welcome. It kept it cool. Um, and it didn't seem to impact people. There were just a couple of guys that slipped. It, it, it didn't feel like it was that wet. It was just a little bit of that consistent, annoying drizzle that didn't stop. Um. Thursday in Baltimore, it is going to be a high of 68 with a 50% chance of precipitation, even though we're in Pittsburgh, aren't we? Yeah, I was going to say, aren't we in Hines? Yeah, I was like, why not? I was was just making sure you guys were with me. You know how little I I like Baltimore? When I had a choice of how I'm going to fly back from Jacksonville, I decided not to go through Baltimore. (laughs) You made the right choice. Um, Thursday, Pittsburgh, high 57, um, with a 40% chance of precipitation. Okay. That's okay, fair. It's going to be wet. Oh, good to know. <laughs> a little warmer though. But I mean, considering it's almost December. At, yeah. What is it? 6 PM. It says like 20% chance. So. Okay. AM showers. So no snow. <laughs> yeah. As long as yeah, there's no, no snow, snow, I think we'll be okay. The snow, I mean, you introduce the snow yeah. and it's anybody's ball game. Yeah, but those are the most fun games to watch. They are. I remember one of the playoff games probably like 12 years ago, and it was just great watching Heinz Field. The snow started coming down as the players were coming out, and everybody just went crazy. I can't even remember who they were playing, but it was kind of like, this is our house, and we got this kind of weather. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love a snow football game. Oh, yeah. They're great. The best. Um. Every week, we always wrap up with uh, score predictions as well as your, I guess, pick-to-click, if you will, the, the player that you think is going to do something great or score a touchdown, whatever. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll let you go last. Um, I don't know. One of us can go first here. Steelers are minus five. Minus at five. At it, op- it opened at minus four, and now they're minus five. Huh. I think that line's going to move a little bit. If people are gambling, they might want to tie tie up their um, betting before COVID cases are released because that I, line will move a lot more. <laughs> I usually don't bet until like an hour before uh, kickoff. I'm gonna, the Ravens' defense is third in points allowed. Obviously, your Steelers are first. And the Steelers' offense is fourth in points scored, and the Ravens' offense is 12th in points scored. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I already got mine. <laughs> go ahead. If you're ready, go ahead. All right. I'm thinking 27-14 and Ray Ray runs one back. You're you're dying on the Ray Ray Hill, and dude, I love it. I respect it. Dude, he's going to get one. I say it every week. He's going to get one. That's fair, and I love it, and I respect the hell out of it. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I'm going to go 24-20, and I'm going, you know, I roll with him 
a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to ride with him again, I think, is uh, James Washington, the forgotten threat out there. Touchdown. Okay. I like it. Michael, what do you got? Um, I got 27-20. And I think your boy uh, Beamer Benzer Benny is going to find oh, the end zone wow. again. Like he did this past week. Yeah. Finally got he's, his. He's a workhorse. He's a power horse. Yeah. Find him on the goal line. Find him on the goal line. Damn right. Okay, Lindell, let's hear it. Uh, I'm going 27-23 Steelers. And I feel a great day for Juju coming on. He's been quiet the last few weeks. And, you know, people are forgetting about Juju a little bit. And they're going to think he got injured at the end of that game. And they're reminded how young he is. But I'm thinking Juju to light it up. I think it's going to be lit at high field. On Love it. <laughs> Litzburg. Litzburg, baby. Let's Litzburg, go. Let's do it. Let's go. Oh, well, I, that was going to be my other pick if if it wasn't Washington, because like you said, forgotten soul. I mean, it's about time that the teams are going to start worrying about Claypool and Deontay. That Deontay and Claypool, Juju, what's up? Here I am, so, quietly in the slot. Yes, hanging out. <laughs> so um, I saw or I got a notification that Vance was activated off the IR. Mm-hmm. So he's not my pick, but I'd like to see him find the end zone. Has he found it yet this year? I don't, I don't think so. believe so. No. Yeah. I'll, Vance mm-hmm. is a workhorse, too. Guy's just yeah. an animal. Yeah. I mean, but he's a great... Uh, he's good with Ebron because he's more of a blocking mm-hmm. tight end, and Ebron's going to go get that ball. Yeah, and then Vance will just stiff arm you into the Earth's crust. Hello, Chris Dude, Conti. You type in Vance McDonald on Google... And then it's it says picture. Vance McDonald, Pittsburgh Steelers, and then it says Vance McDonald, stiff arm. Yeah, <laughs> as it should, as it should. All right, well, Steelers chasing that 11-0. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we're playing uh, this Thursday, Thanksgiving prime time, baby. I'm going to be drunk as hell. I'm going to be Don't even think otherwise. Food. Plan for them to absolutely play. Yes. Oh, I'm playing for sure it's happening. I'm going to drink like it's happening. So Nothing else to put in that slot. Steelers-Ravens Thursday happening. happening. Oh, my God. I if not wait. that, then we just get big bang reruns and shit, and nobody wants that. So <laughs> Steelers game it is. Uh, all right. Well, Lindell, thank you so much for coming on, talking to us, some Steelers football. It's been too long. Uh, before you go, you got to let everyone know where to find you, social media, if you got a website, what have you. Perfect. So I'm no longer doing the fangirl account because during COVID they put that on to hiatus. So I do have a new account and the new account on Instagram is pour some TV on me. And this came about because I I purchased a new leopard shirt, a retro concert shirt. And that was the day that I had to make a decision on my account. So pour some TVs on me is out there. It has two amazingly performing Instagram posts. But it needs more followers. So you can find me there and on Twitter when I get on there. It's Lindell Whirling, L-Y-N-D-E-L-L-W-E-R-L-I-N-G. Thank you so much for having me on again, you guys. It's wonderful to reconnect with you. Love talking Steeler football with you. And I will look for you online on Thursday because that game is happening. Yes. Let's get it. Let's get it. Thank you again. Episode 157. Check us out, yinsertainment.com, social media at yinsdaily. Uh, Go to the YouTube, subscribe. We'll be posting this there. 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. You know where to find it. Um, have a happy Thanksgiving, all of you. Anyone listening, and you guys, obviously, as well. Um, drink a lot. Eat a lot. I know I will. And uh, enjoy it. So we'll be back next week. Hopefully 11-0, baby. Let's do it. Let's get it.